Welcome to the Rewire Podcast. This is episode 51, and I'm here today with Francesca Bonta. Uh, Francesca and I are going to talk about the new normal. What does that mean, and uh, how are we all feeling post-COVID and post-lockdown and isolation? Welcome, Francesca. Hello, and thank you. It's so nice to be here again with you. So nice to be here again with you and literally again, because we did record this once already, but ran into some sound problems. So we're back after it again. So uh, thank you for your patience with that, Francesca. So absolutely not a problem. (laughs) Beautiful. So let's jump right into this. We're going to keep this um, short and sweet and to the point. New normal. Basically, what, what does that mean to you? Well, first of all, we both agreed that we really don't like that term, but <laughs> I think we all kind of know what that that means in terms of setting some new habits and patterns and sort of trying to figure out, um, you know, life, as you mentioned, you know, post-lockdown. I, w- I don't know if we're really necessarily post-COVID. Uh, I think that's going to be something that's going to be a part of our lives for some time to come. Um, I've heard, you know, various points on that, that it could actually be part of our our world for the rest of our living life. So um, it's just about figuring out how we want to behave moving forward. What I've noticed a lot is that people have become a lot more mindful of their energy and their time and who they want to spend time with and what activities they actually want to, you know, put the effort into. And I can safely say that across the board, everyone's tolerance level is much lower. So, you know, things that we used to do before that really wouldn't tax us at all is now, you know, it's a bit of an effort. And there's just still that underlying element of fear, lack of grounding and stability. Uh, And I think that's kind of pretty much safe to say, like across the world still. Um, Some parts of our world seem to have kind of like moved past and forgot that COVID ever existed. But of course, us here still in Ontario, um, it's it's still part of our, our daily life. And, and really, I don't know if anyone has 100% of the answers or knows what the right approach is to this because we're all living it for the first time. So, Yes. Well, I think that's why uh, more than ever, the practices that you and I teach and, and subscribe to and practice ourselves are so important because the even the concept of normal is sort of in a concept of attachment where we're attaching to an ideal of what normal is or what it was in the past, but the world is changing very quickly. And like you said as well, living with COVID, uh, what's next, what's happening in the world right now, there's so many unknowns. And I think the only thing that we can really control is our own response to the world and how we show up and how we behave, as you mentioned. For people, I guess, uh, who have been isolated for a long period of time, who are sort of reintegrating into this uh, new normal, the term we don't really love so much, um, <laughs> what what approach would you recommend that people take to to begin to integrate that with some kind of ease and grace? Well, my new favorite words are optimistic realist. So, the reality is that some of our activities, like what the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, those soul nourishing experiences, right? For some people, it's going to yoga. For others, it's, um, you know, 
uh, going to a nightclub and dancing. And, you know, for others, it's socializing at restaurants. Like everyone has different things that that they love as their outlet to recharge, to kind of de-stress, to just have fun, to let go, those kind of things. Because I think, you know, most of us have figured out to an extent anyway, the work side of things. However, in saying that, some people are now being uh, forced to go back into the office and, you know, they're like, well, I've just spent the last two years getting used to working from home and creating a sort of routine and now you're asking me to change my life again. So for those individuals, uh, which fortunately is not my personal situation, that must be incredibly challenging because, again, they still don't have a routine in place after abruptly having, you know, our lives kind of shifted around. So with the soul nourishing thing, a lot of these just don't exist anymore, you know, so um, some of these clubs just are no longer, you know, so for example, if it's dance lessons, like a lot of these places just they just couldn't sustain. They shut down this kind of thing. A lot of yoga studios I know have shut down. Um, there are, of course, still lots of options out there, but it's finding, you know, where do you fit in? Wh- which style do you like? Even myself personally, things that I used to really love to do and I was just, like, you know, craving for the time and the space and the opportunities. They honestly are of zero interest to me anymore. Um, is it because I'm in a bit of a slump around everything? Is it because I've, you know, grown in the last couple of years and also gone through some, you know, big life changes in in my own world. So it's really about finding things that we like to do. And sometimes we need that little kick in the pants. Um, sometimes it's money, you know, okay, I paid for this membership, I paid for these lessons, therefore, that's going to force me to go through. But what I really like is to have that accountability with someone else. So you know, for me, it might be my accountability with my partner. Um, he likes to go for a walk first thing in the morning with the dog. I'm not much of a early morning person. So that's, you know, his private time with, uh, the dog at that time of the day. But then, you know, once or twice a week, we like to go on a really nice long two hour walk followed by brunch. So, you know, that holds me accountable or I make, you know, dates with my friends to go for a walk or to, you know, go to a yoga class or something like that so that I have that accountability because I've noticed that I'm finding it harder to do some things for myself. Now, some of my self-care routine, it's, you know, it's always been a non-negotiable and I managed to fit that in. But uh, some things I I really feel myself that I need that accountability. And I'm thinking, well, if I'm like this (laughs) and I'm such an advocate for self-care and wellness, then I can only imagine, you know, how other people are feeling. Yeah. The accountability piece is absolutely huge for myself. I think universal as well is that people who have been in a place where you've been kind of isolated and stuck for some time, you have this new freedom, not every opportunity is there that was there before. As you mentioned as well, Francesca, things do shift as well. So you're through that period, maybe you did spend some time reflecting and create some new awarenesses of what may serve you or what is now not in alignment with you, or or maybe that is. But I believe though, at the root of it being moving our bodies into some type of action and connecting with others is absolutely huge. So you mentioned a bunch of different activities there that uh, sort of encapsulate that. I really think for myself as well, I mean, um, setting those dates, putting those things in the, into the calendar and doing them on the, t- at the times you don't actually feel like it because you're accountable to do so is huge. How many times have you 
had a activity where you're like, I really could just, you know, sit in my, in my space right now and do my thing where you got to get dressed and go out. And, you know, at, at the end of it, you're just so full of life, so full of energy because of that practice. So I think that's, uh, it's huge to, to get out and connect with people. I see so many people now and I talk to people every day who have created this very tight box of patterns and routines and they're almost fearful to change that whatsoever. But I really encourage people to, to try something new, to get outside your comfort zone and just move your body into some type of action with exactly. accountability. It, yeah. it, you, you hit that like right bang on because when there's been so much change and instability, um, there is that fear, right? That fear to change things up because again, like this is so uncomfortable, you know, and I have a kind of schedule where like things are moving all the time and it's a little bit all over the place. And, you know, a lot of people wouldn't be able to function in the kind of schedule that I have, but somehow I manage. Um, but I, I do, I find that exact same thing as like, it's almost as if I've forgotten what some things felt like, you know, what those experiences are like. And then I also realized that there are some experiences that I just not interested in anymore. Mm -hmm. um, even, you know, social opportunities and connections. And, you know, for me, uh, online, you know, social media, that sort of thing, it's all very nourishing. I don't take part in things that upset me. Like all my connections on, on social media are very uh, positive ones. I don't have, you know, problems with, with that kind of thing. I'm very mindful of, of what I watch as well. But um, there's connections that I never would have been so open to. Like, for example, you know, you and I met on social media. That's not typically how I make my friends. But now over the last couple of years, I actually have made some really, really great friends through that medium. And I no longer feel the need to go to, you know, like big conferences or trade shows or that sort of thing. Like they just, they don't nourish me. I'd rather, you know, just trust my intuition and, and connect with someone online or something like that. So it's okay for us to play and to change and to be okay with that. Um, but then there's some things that I'm, I'm even with my myself, like, why is this shifted so much? Like, is this okay? Is this me? Like I said, you know, maybe in a bit of a funk and a slump, or is it that I just realized that I don't need these things anymore. And now I've created more space in my life for another avenue of that soul nourishment. So it's just really interesting how we are. And I think when people like you and I, who, you know, live this and, and talk about this all day long, when we can show our vulnerability and our um, lack of, you know, understanding 100% of even what's happening in our own lives, that this is how we can be better supports for others, because we're like, hey, we're living it too. We're figuring out as well. We're all a work in progress. And uh, sometimes, you know, those parts of myself that I don't want to show the world are actually why people resonate with me the most is that authenticity and you know saying like hey I get it guys you know like I know what you're going through and let's support each other and let, let's figure it out and one of the big things I've really been saying to people is have fun exploring you know mm -hmm. if it doesn't feel nice like if the idea of taking a painting class does not feel good then don't do it but if the idea of you know picking up some paint and a paintbrush and playing is, is a little bit, even just a little bit stimulating, then go for it because you will never know unless you try. And we have to be, again, realistic that, you know, certain things may not be available to us. 
or may not be comfortable for us yet. So how are we going to do that? I know so many people who have gotten used to working out at home and doing, you know, their yoga and their fitness practice from their living room. Whereas for me, it's just not what I like. I need to go out of the house to do that. I love to connect in, you know, certain spaces and I'm, there's a particular energy and vibe that I'm looking for. And I, I don't, I don't want to just keep practicing at home. So it, it's really important for us to honor what we need, what we want, and to be fluid, you know, to change with the world around us as well as our own um, our own personal lives and, and things that happen. Yes, beautifully said. So some, some great insights there, Francesca. I really think uh, anyone listening who has been stuck for some time, you know, taking some type of action to change the patterns a little bit. Um, our brains and our bodies love novelty, new, doing new things. So just recognizing some of those patterns that you may be following that may no longer apply, that we actually have some more freedom now. And of course, connection with others is something that's huge that nourishes the soul. Just being around other people, whether it's even physically or in groups, um, with some accountability that flows with that just adds so much so much good stuff to the daily grind at times absolutely all right so uh thank you so much francesca 